Cream ain't no fluff. Keep it straight biblical without the heresy stuff. Hi, Mom. Context to context. that? Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, what context can you give well, to Well, so the other day, we were sitting in the GC. Right, we were mm-hmm. sitting in the GC, and someone brought up the song, you know, uh, the I am a Christian song, and it says, I am a C, I am a C-H, I am a C-H-R-I-S-T-I. Okay, no, no, uh, no copyrights. All right, so well, I, anyway. I it's a preschool song. I don't think. Also, okay, real quick, uh, I just got to say, I was really salty the other day. Um. There was a piece of paper, and somebody spelled my name C-H-R-A-S-T-I-O-N. I was like, y'all, we're on a Baptist campus. Dang. Anyway, so we were in the... In wait, the... wait, how's that pronounced? Christian? <laughs> Christian. It's Christian. Christian. Hello, my name is Christian. Christian. Anyway, so we it's were like we were just hanging out, and um, somebody brought up that song. I don't remember who it was. And then um, <sighs> we, were, we all sang along to that song, and that was a party. And then... Um, I was like, dang, there's a song about my name. And then our friend Glory, she was like, bro, I have like 90,000 songs with my name in it, so like, eat it, loser. And I was like, dang, and Roman was like, man, I want a song with my name in it. Yeah, I'm So um, we begged the question, you know, what, what are Romans known for? I mean, Christians are known for having C-H-R-I-S-T-N or H-A-R-T-N-A-L-L-E-E-T-U-R-N-A-L-L-Y. Yeah, what he said. Right. But every single time that I introduce myself to someone, especially Phil, and <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, and my so. brother's name is Christian. He's always like, <laughs> get it, because the Romans killed the Christians. I yeah, I, I think it's funny that they always oh, I joke love about, you, chicken. about the Romans killing the Christians, like yeah. sauteing them or it something. What? But anyway, sauteing? Uh, so we beg the question, you know, what, what were the Romans known for? And now, you know, they've... They murdered Christians. That's a fact. Historically. Yeah. But right, it's right, a sad right. song. I mean, and I'm Roman, he's Christian, and I'm, I'm Jake murdering him. Yep. Well, this is going to be a really I wonder, podcast. I wonder if this is a really just like slow process of murder. But <laughs> I don't know. I've been <laughs> told to sleep with one eye open. So. Oh, well, I prefer to sleep with none. Me too. Me too, man. I like yeah. that. That's a good kind. Not, not in like spiritual. For other context. <laughs> I like. Oh what? Oh whoa Dang, whoa. Not like that. Not like heresy. That. Oh heresy. my god. We don't do heresy here. Gosh. Straight no, no, black no, no, no. coffee. Not Even like that. Straight black. Yep. Amen. But not dark. Can I give some more context? Sure. Give it's more context. Ten fifty-five. Is it really? Oh my god. On gosh. a Friday, at OBU in Shawnee, Wait a Oklahoma, minute. in the U.S. of A. In North America, which is on Earth. Amen. Backtrack. You said <laughs> That's enough content. In the Milky Way. What? Where are we? OBU. OB. No, no, no. Copyright. You. Oh. Yeah. There we go. It, you split it so that it wasn't any copyright. It's all <laughs> yeah. good now. Oh, yeah. Wait. Was that copyrighted? No, because no. you said words. You said no, no copyright. And so because like Plus, you no, inserted that after OB. And you said copy. That was my. Well, no, I thought you. I thought no. If I had done career anymore. Exactly. Oh my god! No, stop! I didn't say. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa! Come in the microphone. Ah, I, I do apologize. Um, three dollar fine. Okay, all right. I thought for sure it wasn't gonna sing the song. I almost did. No, praise God, I did not. Nobody would enjoy that. No. No. Okay. Okay. I won't. I won't. Okay. All right. Okay. That's really cool. I covered the microphone. It sounded quite cool. Okay. Did it really? Yeah. That's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. You should have heard it. Um, more context. <laughs> I am really tired. Yeah. Hey, same. I had a quite the road trip today. It was only like an hour and a half. Hour and a half. 
but it felt, it felt like forever. Long. Yeah. Plus, I had Chick-fil-A in the morning, and because of the salsa that you put on the burrito, oh my gosh, and the coffee. Talk about natural accidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like gosh. literally one minute after I ate it, I hadn't even left the parking lot to like go on the road trip yet, and uh, I had to. Uh, well, praise God that you like. If you know what I mean, like yeah. you know, didn't leave the parking lot to eat. And I, I'm it's just like gonna that. like call out someone. Krista, he's been in the bathroom all day. Ping, jeez. <laughs> Make sure you specify. Context. That. Ping is a lot less. Context. Nasty. Context. I pee hey, all the Krista, time, girl. Hi, I miss you, Krista. Bro. Hi, Krista. Hey. I miss you. I hope you're doing very well. Yeah. Can I say something too? Krista, let me say. Mayonnaise! Yeah, I don't know if that was necessary. Okay, well, I hey, Krista, you should come and see us yeah. because that would be an absolute party. So, hey, Krista. Krista, well, yeah, it's a long drive though. I mean, it's an hour and a half. I, I'm okay with it if you don't, but like if you wanted to, I'd If you wanted to, it. it'd be a little less soft. Krista is her own strong independent woman. Yeah, just saying. Whoa, 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 not independent. I have, alright, first topic of the day. Whoa. I have an issue with strong independent women because God did not call us to be independent, but to be dependent upon Him. Independent from man. But when you, you don't specify it, do you? That's saying, funny. girl, you're a strong independent from humans woman. And people don't say that. They You're don't strong, it. dependent on the Lord, human woman. <laughs> exactly. All right, See? I'll start saying that. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Strong, independent of humans, but dependent on the Lord, woman. Like when you specify it, like then you shouldn't be independent. Just you need to be dependent on God. That's fair. And then if you are in a relationship, you should also be dependent. A little bit. Okay. Not. I mean, Mostly on not the Lord. too dependent. Mostly on the Lord. If you can't function on your own, like three seconds apart from your. Fair significant enough. other, you, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Do agree. There is a pick in this room that we found. This room looks like a hospital. What's a pick? The pick. You that's know, a the thing brush. that you use for the. That's a hairbrush. It's not oh, a brush. It's that, that goes in an afro. That, yeah, it's the it's afro brush. It's an afro brush. Okay, it's anyway, brush. moving on. Brushes have a handle, and then the bristles. This has a handle are, like, and bristles. A handle. No, 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 no. Those are not bristles. A, those are bristles. Uh, those are a handle. Those are tongs on the handle. It is. That is a pick. You know why? Because you pick the hair. You don't brush it. Brush it requires pulling it through. Okay. This is, you stab it in. It okay. picks. I'll lie. Anyway. Yes, jeez. Do we want to move on? Yes. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Cool. <laughs> what are we moving on to? Well, so a little bit more context. Because, um, you know, context, context is key. Um, Woo! That's, <laughs> that's hot. Like context. Jacob said. Hot uh, context, boy. Jacob had to, you know, make the road trip here. Even though it was only an hour and a half, he... Made the road trip here to Shawnee, Oklahoma. And you're probably wondering, why was he driving to Shawnee, Oklahoma? Well, that's because Roman and I live here! Like, gosh, people, I thought you would know this they by do now. Live here. Like, it's the whole, like, sad. 50 minutes of Jacob and Matthew last time. Like, I, I mean, like, there was a lot, and Roman and I weren't there. So, like, where else would we be? Shawnee, Oklahoma. Like, I would Everybody not miss out. Everybody knows Shawnee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, go to Canada, be like, yo, you know no, Shawnee? They're like, don't, I know Shawnee. Don't go to Canada. They're probably talking about a person. Tawa. Shawnee. Tawa. I love you. Tawa? But Tawa's our philosophy. Canada is not all uh, I thought it was John's he, wife. He's a Canadian. No, that's Soraya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tawa is completely different. Tawa is a man. Soraya is from Honduras. Hey, shout out to uh, the Jameses. <laughs> I just said Canadia. <laughs> shout out to Mrs. James for uh, birthing these amazing little boys here. Wow. And other people <laughs> <laughs> said wow. <laughs> She's birthed a lot of a lot of humans. Amen. Yep. Good job. Seven That's of them of to be exact. Seven? Wow. Yep. Anyway, let's get back to our discussion. I yeah, do man, agree. You guys so, are really pulling us off track. No, I do apologize. It was okay. me. I take the responsibility. Anyway, we're sitting in chairs that look like they're in a hospital. Yep. With a picture of what I would picture to be like a German country. I had an idea. It's pretty pretty. Hear me out. If I came here next year, I bet you I could sleep here on the floor. It's nice and warm. It's in perfect. here? Yeah. No one checks it. 
I think it's perfect. How do you know no one checks? How do you know no one checks? You think someone just comes in here and like turn on the lights and see the dude sleeping in the corner and like bust him? I think. I mean, there's if they saw me security. snuggled up like a caterpillar in my little sleeping bag in a corner, they'd probably they would just think you were shut off the lights again. No, they'd probably think you were homeless. homeless. How would a homeless man get in here? He would steal he, a card key. Or he point. would. He would. I would. Well, I funny story. I accidentally homeless. dropped uh, a homeless dude. <laughs> No. Grailed the pickup, picked up a homeless dude and dropped him. Grailed, grailed. No, I went. Sorry to anyone whose name I, I went to Canterbury. I'm sure you're very <laughs> I went to Canterbury last night and I started carrying my backpack in and um, I, I rode with a friend named Katie and uh, she was like, "Why the heck do you have your backpack?" And so I went to take my backpack back to the car and I had to have her keys and her keys had her ID attached to them and then I dropped her ID. And it sat outside during the entire Canterbury. Bro. And then whenever we walked back out, she walked out and she was like, wait, why is my face on the ground? And picks up her ID and she was like, Christian. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. And she's like, you're walking. And I was like, dang. And then she was like, no, I'm just kidding. But I really felt terrible. So. It's quite the story. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. But I think we're going to eventually after this go to uh, get some. Butter, honey butter chicken biscuit. Honey, honey butter chicken biscuit. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Can I get a honey butter chicken biscuit? Honey butter chicken biscuit. I love you, chicken. I love you, you chicken. Okay. Shout out to Matthew. Shout out to Matthew. Matthew, come see me, please. Hey, I miss let's, you, uh, let's actually talk about something. I, miss I do agree. Segway. How, check it. How check how it out. Check out the swag. Segway. Swagway. Check out the swag. Swagway. You ready? That was my swagway impression. That was I a get. great swagway. Okay, okay. y'all, right, so today we are talking about transitions. Jacob? Oh. Transitions. All right, shall I kick us off? Yeah. I did it. just make Shall I good transition, transition this? That's swagway. That's a transition. Yep, okay. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Jacob. Um, recently in my life, I had a transition. And uh, part of that was my friendships with Cheeto and Roman. That was a transition because we became really great friends. I was I first became friends with Cheeto back in my seventh grade year, in like twenty seventeen or something like that. And then uh, it turns out he had a brother in the in the youth group, same grade. And I I knew he existed, but um, he just like I don't know. I got to know him more later on. And eventually we went to Super Summer, um, all three of us and other people, and we be we became all good friends, all three of us. So um, skipping ahead a few years, we are really great friends now, and I'm equally close with both these people, and I've done equally stupid things to both these people. Yet they've forgiven me, and that's a testimony of God's love and forgiveness to us, and how following the biblical plan of, of confronting others works because we're still friends. But yeah, that aside, I um, uh, they moved to OBU to uh, Shawnee, and bro, we're going into week seven being a Shawnee. It's week seven, and yeah. it it's it was really on. sad because I really um, I really was quite deep in my friendship with both of them and I relied on them to basically like pull me through um, pull me through leadership and to go through life with and then eventually they left and I was like oh man like my whole life's gonna be different now but thankfully God is very faithful in the transitions and he brought a lot of good out of it he um, he brought me to become a more, um, more potent leader in the youth group and in brotherhood. Our uh, Bible study. This is this is the brotherhood podcast, so I'd hope you know what brotherhood's about. Um, so that was really cool. It really helped me out become a lot, um, a lot more of a spiritual leader in all those places in my life. And so that was really cool. Um, I talked about that a little bit in the last episode with Matthew, but. That was a transition for me, and one of the greatest things that's come out of it is um, is I've I've started to pour into others in in a more meaningful way um, because I've had to learn to to be able to reach people spiritually more and 
and um, create new spiritual friendships with people, which um, I didn't do before because I had Cheeto and Roman, and so I was just fine just hanging out with them and relying on them to um, to grow more spiritually and, and talk with whenever I needed to talk to anybody. And so whenever they left, um, I needed to find other people to, to talk to and, and to pour into and be pouring into me. So I don't know, it's just a lot happened. Sorry, I'm, I'm very tired. Uh, I don't know if you guys could tell, but my brain's working very slowly, so please forgive me. But yeah. No, you're good. Christian? Are you finished, Jacob? I am finished. Sweet. Oh, Cheetah pulled out his Bible. Yeah. Dang, um, he's making me feel like I'm slacking. No, no you're not slacking. I love you, Jacob. I love you. Oh, my God. God. If he's going to pull out, Roman's pulling out his Bible, I'm too. I'm pulling out okay. my Bible. Dang, where's my, I need to, give me my backpack. I'm, I'm backpack. saving this for a moment. Um, So, uh, am I talking about transitions for me? Yeah, transitions. Yeah. Yes, we are talking about transitions. So, so my backpack, bouncing. Yeah, I'll hand your backpack. Dude, it feels really nice in here. This is like in one of the calmest rooms I've ever seen. Oh, I love you, chicken. Am I good to go? Yeah. You are good to go. Swag. Swag. Take me on. Uh, real quick, this goes out to Vicky. Um, yo, swine pop the clutch. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so talking about transitions uh, for me, um, life has been crazy. Mm. Um, I feel, uh, I don't know, I would say over the last... I guess this is the beginning seven of summer. Oh. I mean, seven weeks for sure, but like over the entire summer. Um, so, <coughs> being here at OBU has been incredible. We're about to go into week seven, and it literally feels like we've been here for like two and a half weeks. Like, it just feels like a really long super summer um, with like really annoying homework. Um, yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know. Everything's just been so crazy. It's been moving so fast, and... Uh, just changing so quickly and you know leading up to that um, I found for myself that I was not in a place in my relationship with God where I was really relying on God um, you know something that um, just has been on my heart all throughout summer is um, there is you know something that uh, I was involved in and I was able to be a part of uh, for a really long time that I really loved doing and I loved being a part of and I loved being in community with and um, at the beginning of the summer uh, God told me it was time to move out of that out of that season and that was extremely hard um, that was transition number one um, you know it was something that I was used to, it's something that, um, you know, I had been connected to for years and years and years, and um, that was really hard to, I guess, follow God in obedience, um, to just, you know, let go of what I wanted and really just pursue after, you know, like, what God had for me. And so, throughout the summer, um, you know, like when people would like ask how I was doing and everything, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm just really leaning into God. God's so good. And man, like I love God. He's so freaking cool, right? But like... You told me that a lot. Yeah, and... It, it was genuine. It was genuine, and it was really cool. But like, at the end of the summer, like, I don't know, I had this couple weeks where I was just like, dang, is God really enough for me? And that was really tough. Um, coming to terms with that, uh, like really asking myself if I'm being genuinely honest, like is God, is Jesus and the sacrifice that he, he paid for me, like is that enough? Jacob, are you comfortable? You don't look comfortable at all. Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm trying to Yo, get comfortable. He's like moving around. I really need to. Tiny love no, seat. literally. Like, like he's emptying like, his pockets. I really need a pillow right here. It's, this armrest is really digging in, and I didn't expect it. I thought it'd be Back cushioning. Backpack. I can't lean on my backpack. Here, lay on my okay. jacket. Do you have a jacket? That would be really nice. Like a hey, do I, Thank you. I, I can really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, sorry yeah. about that. All right, hey, points from. Um, so anyway, so moving on from that, um, coming to OBU, um, so I didn't know that I was going to be coming to OBU until five weeks before moving day. Um, the decision to come to OBU was really, really fast. 
and it it was just crazy. Um, and you know, letting go of the things that I had at home, you know, my job at the church, um, just the connections that I had there. Um, not like letting go of those and like never to be connected with those again, but like not having what was comfortable, um, things that I loved so like so dearly and so closely. Um, that was really tough. And uh, AJ can testify uh, on my last day of work. Um, he walked into his office and I was sitting in there sobbing my eyes out because I was not ready to go. And I did not want to let go of, you know, this thing that I loved, this job that I loved, um, the people that I loved. I didn't want to let go of that. Even though, like, I'm literally only an hour and a half away. Like, it's just, I knew it was going to be different. And so, um, man, big breakdown moment. And that was really tough. But, man, let me just tell you, God is freaking awesome. And I don't say that with, like, the voice of, like, saying, like, <clears throat> he is, but I'm not really leaning into it, but he definitely is. Like, not not in that, that sort of way, but, like, literally, like, man, since being here starting six weeks ago, God has taught me so much, and I feel like he's already grown me so much, which is crazy because it's literally only been six weeks. You know, being at community college last year um, for spending a year there, um, knocking out my freshman year, like, it was great and I feel like I grew a ton but man I feel like God is completely changing who I am um, one of the things that's been kind of tough being here um, at OBU like I absolutely love it here like the people are amazing I love the friend group that I have um, I love everybody that I've gotten to know um, all the things that I've been able to do um, I love the fact that you know like the classes are very like gospel centered and uh, Christ focused and all these things. I, I love the way that like this campus just is such a community. It, it blows my mind. Um, but one of the things that has been really tough is really like defining, do I have my own faith? Um, one of the things that I've found in being here is like there are a lot of people like this is not this is not like judging others or anything like that, but there are a lot of people that are focused on the world and are trying to take others with them. And there's a lot of people who aren't giving Christ themselves. And honestly, for the first couple of weeks, that was me. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm still working on, you know, I want to do better in giving myself to Christ, not as like, I have to do this in order to be saved because, like, you know, it's not, it's not works-based, it's faith-based. But, like, I feel like all of us can do so much better. And not just people here on campus, but people back home, uh, people anywhere, can do so much better at pursuing Christ and really making Him important and really making Him number one because... We get so caught up in so many different things. I get caught up in so many different things, you know, focusing on <clears throat> trying to heal from personal hurt or trying to find something to fulfill, you know, a hole that I have inside and just trying to set my feet and find a solid ground to stand on, on figuring out who I am. And... The truth is, like, my focus should be completely, completely on Christ. And I don't know if, like, what I just said makes sense. Like I said, I'm really tired, too. But, like, it's been so crazy to see the way that God has just opened up my eyes to see the need. Even being on a Baptist campus. Like, I'm at Oklahoma Baptist University, the home of Rayleigh Chapel. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm so blessed to be here. Like, this is literally a dream come true. It's amazing. I, I love every minute of it. But man, there is still such a need for Christ. For Christ-centered hearts. And I'm seeing that. And I recognize that that starts with me. 
and I gotta really focus on myself, um, not in like a prideful way, but like as in like I gotta focus on getting myself right with God, so that I can help to point others to Him as well. Um, real quick, one of the things that I've been going through um, in my quiet times, I've been uh, in the Book of Matthew, and it's kind of crazy how God does stuff. Uh, the book of Matthew is freaking awesome. So, like, if you've not read it, please do. Um, it's so amazing. God's taught me so much through it. Um, today, uh, this morning, I was in Matthew chapter 14. And um, Matthew chapter 14 starts out with the story of John the Baptist, uh, you know, being beheaded. Um, he was put in prison because Herod didn't like him. And then Herod's... The daughter of Herodias uh, did the salsa or something like that. It was very scandalous. Um, and then Herod was like, all right, I'll do whatever you want. And she's like, bro, give me the head of John the Baptist on a silver platter. And what does he do? <coughs> he did straight up that. Like, I mean, straight up that. he didn't he want did to. It said that he, uh, he was sorry and that he, he didn't want to. But nevertheless, because he had made an oath, like he did it. And... Jesus' reaction to the news of losing his friend um, is, it just blows my mind. Um, Matthew chapter 14, verse 13, it says, When Jesus heard the news, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. So Jesus, like, I mean, if you're, like, one of your best friends, the guy that literally stood in the wilderness saying, prepare the way. This is, like, this is the Lamb of God who's going to take away the sins of the world. Like, this is someone he was really close to. Someone who was really intimate in his relationship with God. Like, you were just told this guy was beheaded. I mean, if if I were just told that, like, Jacob were beheaded, I, I pray that he doesn't get beheaded. But I appreciate that. Like, <laughs> if I had heard, like, Jacob just got beheaded... I would literally like lose myself and I would go to an isolated place and I would stay there a very, very long time and I would cry my eyes out a long, long time and I would be really down in the dumps and I would feel like doo-doo for like a long, long time. Absolute doo-doo. Yeah, absolute. And I so, appreciate that, first of all. It's real nice. But you know what Jesus' response is? So at first he says, I'm going to go to a deserted place by myself because I need some time. Ooh, gosh, voice crack. Um, he says, I need some Jesus time. His voice might crack. Maybe it did. I mean, he did go through his teenage years. Um, it, it says that he departed from there to go to a deserted place by himself. And then it, it says this in the second part of verse 13. It says, but when the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. So Jesus... He just found out this news about John the Baptist, and he's really messed up about it. He's really sad about it because this is his best friend who just got beheaded, right? So he goes to his own place so he can spend some time alone with God and just reflect and give, give himself some time to just, like, heal and to debrief himself. But then the people, they followed him. They were like, bro, Jesus, you're pretty swag. Like, we're going to follow you instead of giving you some alone time, even though, like, your best friend just, like, got, like hardcore murdered. And verse 14, Matthew 14, 14, it says, And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. And then, you know, that leads into uh, the story of feeding the 5,000. Like, Jesus, he stayed, and he continued to teach them. He continued to heal and then, like, it was getting late, and the disciples were like, hey, bro, send them away. They need to go get food. And Jesus is like, you feed them. And, like, in a loving way. And they were like, bro, we only have five loaves and two fish. And Jesus is like, hey, watch this. Check me out. And he, like, hardcore goes at it and, like, feeds 5,000. All right? But it just blows my mind that Jesus, having just heard this terrible, horrible news about his friend John the Baptist... That when he decided, I'm going to go and spend some alone time, all these people interrupted him. And his response could have been anger. He could have said, guys, like, how dumb are you guys? My best friend was just murdered. I need some time. He could have ran away from them. He could have turned them away. He could have, I don't know, 
called him on fire from heaven. Like, he could have done anything. But it says, he went out and he saw them and he looked at them with great compassion. And man, that really convicts me so much because like, in this whole transitioning phase and trying to figure out, you know, like, really who I am and uh, like how God wants to use me here on campus, like, already six weeks in, like, I have been through a lot and my head has been in 600 different places and it's absolutely crazy like last night I was up until like 1.30 just laying in a field staring at the sky because I was sad I was, I was really messed up about something like I was really disappointed because something that I had been wanting wasn't going to work out and so I was just sitting in the field, alone by myself, staring at the sky, being all sad. And I don't think that that was necessarily a bad thing, but I allowed that. I mean, I allowed that feeling to control how I treated those around me. And that shouldn't be the case. Even when Jesus was going through this, like, really tough time, this really deep time, like, he still showed compassion to those around him. Like they, they approached him and they said, Jesus, and he, he looked at them with compassion and he loved them and he healed them. And man, that just convicts me so much because like I have so many people around me that like, you know, even whenever I'm going through that, like I got to remind myself, bro, like my best friend was not just beheaded. And yet when Jesus' was, he looked at those around him who were annoying him, like could have been annoying him. Like, by the way that they were chasing after him. He looked at them with compassion. And, man, that just absolutely blows my mind and really convicts me. And I'm sorry, I know I just talked for, like, a really, really long time. So. It's okay. I'm, I will it was, pass it this was off. amazing. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, that was really good, dude. By the way, y'all, um, while Christian was preaching an awesome message, um, Jacob got even more comfortable. He did. He Bro, found a way I took to, the cushion yeah. from one of the couch sides or love seat sides mm -hmm. and I made it a backrest. And so now I'm sitting adjacent to the, the couch and it's really comfy. And he's yeah. staring at my eyes for a really long time. Have I been? You have been. Like that entire time you were talking, <laughs> you were staring at my eyes. Hey, I'm sorry. I, I really like looking at eyes. That sounded weird. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> anyway. No, it's just like whenever like I'm listening to someone, I'll look at their them in their eyes. Unless I'm like really hyper or something or like really yeah. excited and then I'll be like looking all around the room. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. I have noticed that. Yeah, dude. Cause it's my mind is going like so fast, I'm like can't, constantly can't like keep track of your mind. Well no, I, I can keep track, it's just like I, I Oh, you look at things and like observe. I observe things. Observe. So while I'm listening to you, like I might observe that wall and be like, wow, it's really like painted quite nicely. And like, it's really cool how they got the the, the 3D like spackling yeah. like look. I, I don't know how they did that, but. I don't either. I don't know. Cool. I, I like to think that I'm observing. Yeah. Fair enough. You're pretty observant. I appreciate it. Observant. Uh, after that, I think this is a good place to um, insert an OBU commercial, oh. and then we'll get to Roman. Sounds good. And yeah, this will be a little bit longer of a episode, but I think it's worth it. For it's totally worth it. How far are we now? Thirty-two minutes. Oh my gosh! It's like thirty-five minutes. I'm sorry for talking so long. No, hey, I appreciate you talking. Well, let's do a commercial. I miss you, Krista. Actually, honestly, I think the eyes are bro, beautiful. Can I just I say that? Like, everyone. eyes are amazing. Literally, if the entire church of Evergreen wants to just like pack up in a big van and you come guys see Roman and I, should come see us at OBU. Yeah, I'm serious, that'd be nice. especially Pastor Gabs. Especially Mr. Gabs, Pastor Gabs, bro, Pastor Gabs, Pastor Gabs. Yeah, if y'all want to do that, <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm that, sorry, Gab. That would be amazing. Hey, Devin. I was just about to call Devin out. You should please come see us too. Devin. Sam. Devin. Sammy boy. Devin, Devin, Devin. We miss you guys. Caleb. Also, and by Caleb, I mean Logan. What? 
Remember that time? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Hey, by the way, uh, Sam and Devin, your mom's a goat. Okay, oh. here we go. Uh, commercial. Dang. All right, OBU commercial? Yep. yep. All right, how's this going to work? Um, I'll provide the background music. Does that work? Or Sure. Would you, okay. All right, here we go, right? Mm-hmm. You did that so well, yeah. and it sounded really beautiful in the microphone. Thank you, I appreciate wow. that. That was all off the top of your head. Yeah, it really was. Wow, I was just talking to my mom the other day, uh-huh. and I was like, Mom, I made a podcast episode with Matthew, and whew, he is really good at improv. He <laughs> like, is. And he's, Bro, he I love you, really Jack well. guy. Exactly, but, and then I was like, but Cheeto and Roman just can't improvise. What? But that was amazing, Cheeto. We you improvise every single we time. We are really bad at improvising. <laughs> Uh, but you killed it right there. I'm really bad at improvisation. You're not. You Im- improvising. Improvise, I was improvise, say improvising. No, improvisation. Improvisation. Improvising. Yeah, impro- improvising or improvisation. What did I say? You said. I don't even know. Improvisation. Know. You said but like improvisation. I'm gonna hold us true to what the name of this podcast is. Heresy, Jacob. Her- what did I say? You said that I'm terrible at improv. Oh, okay, hey. Everyone knows hey, hey, hey. that everything we do, <laughs> I'm always like, we should do. And then everyone else is like, oh, okay. No, no, no. And then no. it always that's, comes together. That's with different. Teamwork. Hey, hey, guess hey, what? No salts allowed. Actually, be the salt of the earth, but not salty ooh, towards ooh. each other. Gosh, yeah. salt and light, not salty really and lit. Quickly? Hey, y'all, oh, go back okay. to 2016. Let's go. <laughs> what? what I said salt say? and light, not salty and lit. Y'all remember that sermon series that AJ did back in like, I think it was like our freshman year. Yeah, I do. Salty and lit. It was like right after the Stranger Things series. Yep, I did. It, it was that. it was very close to the Awako Sleeper. Yep, bro. That was Stranger that Things was amazing. That Dude, was I never watched it. No, he's talking about the sermon series. The sermon. Oh, the sermon series. Well, I mean, I'm. Sorry, AJ. I don't remember the sermon Dang, series. He was talking but about the, the show. No, um, no, I was talking about the sermon series, but oh, I don't remember, remember what he talked no, about. No, I remember but the... But the decorations were quite nice. I remember... pretty all out. I remember the Awako Sleeper. Uh, that was my favorite bro, sermon series. First of all... The what? Awako Sleeper. Sleeper. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the bumper video for that one was like straight fire. And I love it. Whenever I become a youth minister, I'm going to hunt that down and I will use it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't remember that. I will show it to you later. I remember the one I most remember is the um, I forget what we were work, walk, um, walking through. It was 
getting like spiritually buff or something. Games. Yeah, yeah that's G-A-I-N-G. How, how do you guys remember all these? Because they were great sermon series. You guys have really great memories. Also, because like, I mean, those were all way like pre my time working at the church. Like that was before my I had my call to ministry. But I do remember them for the same reason that I remember old PBSs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Chicho, I have a question to ask you later, but I'm probably not gonna ask it on the podcast. That's probably good why. Idea. We'll see. But yeah, okay. <laughs> uncomfortable. Do we want to pick be up where we were? Or something? What? Yeah, yeah. Roman, you go next. Sorry. Oh no, it's fine. Uh, I'm not salty. I was just being <laughs> patient. Hey. Salt and light, not salty and lit. 2016. Hey, we're holding hands now. Big and I are holding hands, guys. One hand. Hey. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Guys. Hey, no premarital waffling. Whoa. It's okay if it's between bro homies. Bro no, homies. that's when you pancake. Oh, really? Bro homies are pancaking. Couples are waffling. Oh. But no. So no, only no, you no. and Pookie can do that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. No. <laughs> You're content. You're only content. You have that, <laughs> you like, I goes. love you, chicken. All right, Roman, go, go ahead. Please with do, yourself. Roman. That feels really weird on my calf. <laughs> He's swiping his foot past my calf. With my shoe on. This is the danger awesome. of they can recording hear late at night. This is the danger. Jacob and Christian <laughs> go <laughs> I'm really tired. And this oh, actually feels really good. Keep doing this. Anyway, It's like y'all. massaging my calf. Um, we're <laughs> sitting at 40 minutes, so I'm gonna pick up. Dang, bro. Okay. Get into it. Go pick up where you left off. So, to start my my sharing, I guess. Um, Shindig. Sharon. I want to what? share a verse that uh, I actually wrote an analysis on for my comp class. Mm -hmm. Also, that's comp a big difference. That, yeah, comp two. That's a big difference between OBU and TCC. Amen. TCC had me writing on political matters and OBU has me writing on scripture. That's hey, really cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so um, uh, for my comp class, I had to analyze uh, Psalm 30. And so Psalm 30, it says this. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up, and you have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you, and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Now in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor you have made my mountain stand strong. When you hid your face, I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there uh, in my blood? When I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. You have turned, you have turned me from my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. To the end of my, uh, to the end that my glory may sing praise to you, and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. So basically, man. Basically, the analysis of that verse is: this is a psalm of thanksgiving. And the thing that I really loved about this verse is about this chapter, really, uh, is. Verse 1, it says, I will extol you. And then at the end of verse 12, which is the last verse, it says, and I will give thanks to you forever. In the middle of it, it's talking about how he's been in a pit, he's had foes, he's been in despair, he's been troubled, he's been mourning, yet he will still extol and give thanks to the Lord forever even when knowing he goes through all these things, he will still praise God. And so that's really what I want to connect with where I'm at in my uh, transition phase. Um, so 
I was not like Christian in coming to OBU with five weeks left uh, to decide. Like, I didn't decide five weeks before moving May. Um, spring semester of TCC, long story there. I'll make it short. Spring semester, TCC is a great school. Devin, Sam, I'm really glad you guys are there. Krista, keep being awesome. Uh, but um, spring semester was really rough for me. You said Krista a lot this, this time. Anyway. Anyway, uh, spring semester was a lot, and uh, I was really struggling with school, and I was like, wow, this public school stuff is not for me. I definitely need to, like, get out of here. And uh, I even took, like, a New Testament class, straight up heresy, tried to make me prove that the Bible was false, and I proved that the Bible was true. Barely passed the class. Got one point of a passing grade. Had an F the entire semester until the final result for my grades and she gave me a one point passing grade. Blessing right there. But anyway, uh, so <clears throat> after that semester I was like, okay, it's clear that I'm not supposed to be at TCC. So I start uh, talking to the admissions office here and I'm like, uh, here being OBU, I'm like, okay guys, like I want to transfer, um, here's my transcript, and if you guys have any scholarships open, I would love for the opportunity. And then I wait, and I wait, and about a week later, I hear a response, and they're like, Hey Roman, um, we were looking at it, and it doesn't look like any of your classes will transfer. And I'm like, oh no. And they're like, yeah, and we also look like there's no scholarships open. And I'm like, okay, uh, uh, thank you, I guess. Blessings. And then, and then I'm like, well, okay. And so I start going on with my life, and I'm like, I guess I'm supposed to be at TCC again. So I plan to like enroll in TCC for the fall semester. And then uh, I was really in this state of like, God, what is going on? I thought you were making it clear that I was supposed to be like going to OBU because I know you played OBU on my heart and I thought you were making it very obvious by the situations I was dealing with at TCC and I finally came to the point of like you know what I might have just been forcing my will over God's will and I want to be patient I want to wait for you to lead the way and so uh, I was doing my quiet time one Monday morning and I was like okay God here you go I give you this entire situation. Um, I will wait for you to open the door for OBU. And no matter how long it takes, whether it means I get my associates at TCC and then go, or if it means uh, three years from now, whatever it means, uh, I'll wait. And then the next day I get a phone call and it's OBU. And they're like, oh my goodness, we messed up. And we messed up bad. And I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, so your classes will transfer. And it turns out we do have scholarships for you. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my gosh. I know, right? And so. It's crazy how things They must have been looking at the wrong person. Must like, have. Maybe something. they were they're looking, looking at, at Lamo Joe. No, it's uh, Ramon. Oh, Davis. not talking that Joe, sorry. Not, <laughs> not young Joe. No, they were or talking. Joe and shout out to Joe and also Joe. But, I was but, I was referencing a non like a fictional character yeah, yeah, made yeah, up yeah, yeah, named yeah, yeah. Lame I, Joe. I picked up on right. what you were saying. Good. Okay. Sorry, Joe. Both Joes. And any other Joe out there? <laughs> well, not all of Joes. Some Joes are lame. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Wow. Go ahead, man. This. Uh, but anyway, oh, then sorry. after that, I was like, wow. So, that's awesome. Like that's definitely an open door there. Um, and so I was really looking forward to it. And I was like, looks like I'll be going to OBU. And then I started going throughout my summer and God opened the door multiple ways. Like there is plenty of opportunities for me to be able to be serving and God was laying a bunch of stuff on my heart. And I was like, this is clear that this is God's will. And so I was like, bro, talking to Christian, I was like, bro, I'm going to OBU. And he's like, what, you are? And then I was like, oh yeah, I need to talk to mom and dad. And I was like, mom, dad, uh, I think I'm supposed to be going to OBU in the fall. And they're like, okay. 
And, and it was just like that. Like, I was expecting a lot more, but it was just kind of like a, okay, sure. And then... Your parents are very proud of you. And then I'm here, and Christian's with me. And, and um, then I get here. And this will connect to what the verse that I shared. Sorry. You're good. Roundabout story. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I get here, and it's like awesome. And I love every moment of it. And the community here is great. And the people are awesome. And the classes are actually enjoyable. And the professors are super great. I love my professors. And, um, and then whenever I'm here, it's like every single door that had been opened in the summer was all of a sudden closed. All those areas that I thought I was going to be serving, closed. All those sources that I had for uh, opportunities, closed. Where God had laid on my heart to start brotherhood up here, not necessarily closed, but very difficult. Not open yet. Not open yet. Uh, we're still trying. But um, it was just like everything seemed to be vanishing. And I really started panicking. And I was like, what is going on right now? Like, God, you opened the door. It was very obvious. And now it seems like everything is closing. And I don't know what to do. And so uh, I was feeling super overwhelmed. And uh, mom just so happened to call me. And my parents gave me like this uh, pep talk and, uh, oh, dude, and, and I a, love and a motivational speech and it, it was really awesome. Parents come through yeah, the best times. They're, they're the greatest. I love them so much and I really needed it. And so then right after that, I actually got like excited. And, uh, and then where I thought doors had been closing, they weren't actually closed at all. Um, I'm actually still going and serving, and I still have plenty of people that I get to pour into, and I am able to connect with plenty of people. Like, it's crazy, but I don't want to brag, but I'm pretty popular here, and, and I so, can testify. And so I know like everyone, and so it opens the door for plenty of conversations. Like, I can go from one person have a serious conversation with them, and then goof off, and then I'm in another serious conversation with. Them. And I love that. Like that's what I love about communities. Like you can just be real, real with really anybody, and it's it's so awesome. But um, but yeah. So um, I have definitely been through some ups and downs already. In like this is the seventh week now. Yep. We're going and, into week seven. Yeah, we're going into week seven, and it's been hectic. It's been crazy. It's been scary. It's been awesome. It's been fun. Uh, but I've definitely had a lot of worries and a lot of fears and then there's been a lot of times where I've just given God my trust and cast all my cares upon him and I'm like okay God like, you are definitely working things for your good and for your glory and I'm going to trust you um, and then this last week um, has been like the defining week for me I guess because at the very beginning of the week I kind of got in a state of depression because like um, family came up on Sunday and had a great time goofing off with them and uh, then after that whenever they went back home I kind of realized I was I was homesick and I was like well it's been a while since I've been home and like I just saw my family but it reminded me how much I was homesick Dude, you're making me feel homesick, and I still live at home. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but then I was feeling homesick, and then I was feeling overwhelmed with the situation, kind of, with the situation here in Shawnee. Um, Shawnee is a great place, and OBU is an incredible campus with an awesome ministry. Uh, but after a summer of pursuing to understand uh, what scriptures say and having incredible conversations with plenty of people. Um, it was just kind of upsetting to come to Shawnee 
where I'm coming to study Bible studies, and then there are a lot of churches here that are confused or distracted in their teachings or in the ways that they run their church. And, like, I don't want to be rude and call people out, but after spending in a spending a summer where God was giving me clarity and allowing me to view ex view what he has called for a, a church to look like and and how his people are supposed to live and and pursue after him like coming to a town with a Baptist college like I was hoping that the churches here would be like that pursuing after God like but not necessarily on the same plane as me but but at least similar, and that's probably been the hardest thing, being here, looking for a church, because like guys, for real, like you don't think that it's that hard to find a church, but it really is, and um, it, it's intense, and there are a lot of great churches, great communities, but it's really hard to find a great community with great doctrine or great doctrine with great community. It's really hard. And so, um, I was actually talking to Johanna about this, and um, we're kind of dealing with the same situation. And it's pretty intense because people tend to like think that we're being too picky or we're being too judgmental. But that's not it at all. Like. Once you have an understanding of what you believe, why would you want to be fed anything else? Why would you want to be fed something that you know is not the truth? And so, having an understanding of your foundation, of your faith, is so key and so vital when <coughs> moving away from home to go to college. Because... Plenty of people can say stuff that sounds encouraging, but encouragement isn't always what's important. You can have plenty of friends and you can be uplifted, but if truth is not in that, in that sermon, then it's all lies. It's all heresy. You need scripture to back up exactly what you were saying. And if you contradict that scripture then that's where it gets dangerous and so that's one thing that uh, I've kind of been dealing with but um, but I mean other than that it's been really good and and like I, I seriously love my time here but um, I just kind of wanted to share all that so that future people kind of have an understanding of how important it is to like have a foundation in your faith and understand what you truly believe. Like, make your faith your own. Like, not living off of your parents' faith. Not living off of what your pastor says. Not living off of what your youth pastor says. But actually understanding what you believe. Because whenever you get out on your own, it's very easy to get confused. Mm. Dude. This has been one of the most laid-back, genuine episodes of the podcast. And I love it. And I think it'll be... I think other people will like it, too. I hope you are spiritually and physically caffeinated by this. Yeah. I think Jacob's ready to go to bed. I am not... Uh, shush. I need the buttered chicken biscuit. Brand. Yeah. Whatever it's We called. started at what time? 10.50? Yeah, I think so. Bro, it's 11.49. Well, we're coming up on an hour. It's not too bad at all if I do say there, so much. Wow, we're two minutes away from an hour. Dang. Well, let's not stall too much longer. Let's. Hey, let's. Uh, let's go get our biscuits so we can go to bed. I'm tired. Let's say goodbye. Um. Wait, we should do it like um. You know those like men who wear the hat things. Barbershop. Yeah, barbershop quartet. Oh, barbershop. Quartet. There's only three of us. Okay, we can do that. I can be the fourth. I'm just kidding. Whoa, dude. My voice sounds different down here oh, okay. than it is up here. How about we just say... That's, I think it's because of, like, the Peace way... Peace out, Girl Scout. Wait, no, all right, wait, here we go. Um, 
I'll start us off. Ready? Okay. Goodbye. 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 Good. Wait. Oh, wait. Thank you for joining us for the Brotherhood Podcast. We hope you are both spiritually and physically caffeinated. Always remember, rule number two, don't do dumb stuff. Mommy!